0: Welcome to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with Katherine Potter. Are you ready to deep dive into a better understanding of how your mind, body, and relationships to everything else in your world come together? For the next hour, we invite you to embark on a journey of discovery and connections. Now, here's your host, Katherine Potter. Welcome, everyone. My name is Katherine
1: Potter, and you are listening to You, the Universe, and the Holistic Mind. Each week, we explore topics that support the idea that everything and everyone is interconnected and in relationship. Today, we're going to play with the idea that there is a creative force in each one of us. When we combine that inner creative energy with action, it goes out to a responsive, interconnected web that we call the universe. It then ends up as visible, tangible manifestations. In other words, that inner creativity and related, repeated actions find a match in the external world. So what happens when we become more curious about how our personal and collective creative energy works? What happens when we begin to connect these ideas to the natural laws of cause and effect? Do we become our own genies? Let's find out. Today's guest is Laurie Zott Rogers. She recently published a book on Becoming Your Own Genie. Welcome Laurie. Hi Catherine. So before we get into the fascinating topic of Becoming Your Own Genie, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to teaching and writing about this particular topic? Well, um, I guess since I was a child, I was fascinated
2: with the idea of wish making, like every child is, and always looking for that formula or power that creates beauty and wishes in the world. Um, part of my background is uh, as an instructor at Northern Star College with Catherine and Robert and Sky, and I teach a course there called The Wise Woman Within and Earth Spirit Medicine. Um, yes, so I am fascinated with the inner wishmaker. It's personal candy.
1: <laughs> I like that. So as well as this new book, you've also, though, written... Other books on the goddess. Can you just tell us a little, not about the goddess, but that you've written books uh, about the goddess?
2: Right. Uh, I have three books on the goddess and uh, the beauty of the archetypes within us and how those archetypes stay alive within our daily life and how to um, tune into that energy.
1: Huh, very nice. Okay. So, of course, the question that begs to be asked. Um, is what do you mean by genie? Because often um, we have we will use common words, but there's a different meaning for it. So tell me what you mean by uh, a genie.
2: Well, in the book and in the way I comment, I will use the big G genie as being the type that exists mythically and the little G genie as being the genie part of our humanity. Some people will have more genie DNA in them, And some people will have less. But uh, I use the word genie as both the vulnerability and
1: the power of the inner wish maker. Okay, so this leads to so many questions. Um, So help me understand a little bit, when you say the big G genie, are you talking about, essential nature that we're tapping into as opposed to like that kind of juice or explain that that a little bit more
2: right no the big G genie is the one we grew up with uh, Um. mythically so the big G genie sort of sets the archetype or the template for how and what genie energy does in the universe and the small G genie is the way humans emulate and resonate
1: to that energy Oh, interesting. On a side note, I'm assuming you did not try and plan this all around the re-release of the Disney <laughs> Aladdin movies coming out. And so conversation out there amongst younger children, of course, right now is about the genie. Is it actually Latin- out? It's, I think it comes out this month. Oh, so no.
2: well, I, I think it must have been within the uh, genie's own scope of creating things. They must have needed a little... <laughs>
1: social (laughs) attention right now, (laughs) but good timing. It's good timing, it's good timing. Um, And this is of course the adult version, I love it, but you're talking about us tapping into something that uh, we had as children. So, um, first off, what is a genie type person?
2: Right, Uh, well a genie type person um, is someone who has a very generous nature, and you'll notice genie and generous are are similar in their syntax. Um, Genie-type people are warm, kind, in love with people, and they're geniuses to more or less degree. Mm -hmm. They're often very oblivious to their own genius. They are charismatic to the point where they're very vulnerable to being captured.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so many conversations we could go into. Um, so, are you... So, we all have creative energy within us. We. Uh, I, I want to get clear on something. We all have creative energy within us. We all have the ability to take that creativity and make our dreams come true in the outer world. But I think what I'm hearing um, is that you're talking about a particular type of, because you're, you're, you're defining it as a genie type person, right? And so uh, this is a, spe- a specific type of magic,
2: well, uh, firstly, it's a specific type of person, a person, yeah. and yes, the magic is a little different. It crosses with fairy magic um, at certain points when it becomes uh, involved with nature, but we'll get into that a bit m- okay. more, but in the theory and in the book, um, genies and fairies are uh, their first cousins, and they meet at the point of the wish. Okay. And yes, a genie person um, is basically someone, again, just warm and generous and really driven to help others. So they they want to make beautiful manifestations on the planet and um, they just uh, have the nature of a giver.
1: All right. And it could be male or female.
2: Often female, but there are a, probably a third of the genies are male.
1: And, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what are genie type gifts? Um, well,
2: the genius, obviously. The kindness. The warmth.
1: The love. Okay. And so when we're talking about genius, so again that means something different to everybody but when we're talking about genius that means somehow we have unlocked our natural tal a natural our natural intelligence and people are intelligent in different ways and we found you know we're comfortable in our own skin in order to let our genius out is that how you mean genius
2: yes it's extremely individual
1: and that
2: is the beauty of it um, learning to tap into your inner genius and genie is starting to develop the eyes to see what you can bring to the planet and the uniqueness of it. Because, of course, uh, genies are born with gifts they're totally blind to. And other people may see them, may desire them, may capture them for those qualities. But the genie itself
1: is is rarely very aware of it. So you're... Uh, they're aware of it when they when they come to know themselves better. But I yes. want to uh, I want to ask a question about something you've mentioned twice now, and that they're prone or they can be captured. Tell me what you mean by that. It does sound very um, when I say fairy tale like those myths of you know those lovely little fairies and or leprechauns or what we capture and what we don't and what we want. So tell me a little bit about what you mean by them being captured.
2: Yes, well, firstly, you hit on another interesting point, and that is the fact that it is on a mythical level. Mm-hmm. So it's where imagination and reality cross. And we could also argue that's where genius manifests as yes. well. Yeah. So um, prior to that, um, and I will get to the capture point, mm-hmm. but I'm going to hold yeah. that tidbit back that's just a okay. bit. That's There is a place um, and a school for genies called Lumera. Okay. So it is to genies what Hogwarts is to witches. Okay. It is a place where genies learn about their magic. It, too, exists on that realm where myth and imagination and reality cross. Okay. So this is a place that we want genies to go and learn about how to recognize and bring their gifts to the surface, and also about how to learn the skills to not get captured because they are very prone, as you see in myth, to being captured. Um, this is because people generally have not known how to use their own inner wishmaker. So they go out of themselves to find something that will bring what they want into manifestation. Um, genies in Lumera, are here to teach people more about how to bring their own wish maker into existence so that
1: we're not as vulnerable uh, to being captured. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you talked earlier about, um, you know, that that they tend to, you know, be kind and loving and have a, a wish to, you know, really bring something good into the world. Yes. And so... Talk to me again so I don't, uh, um, so how do they get captured? Or what would you consider them being captured? I'm just curious. Because yes,
2: yes. Well, I, again, I'm going to go for the small g genie in this point. Okay. That, so how human-type genies get captured. Yeah. There are many societal traps that exist. And they are societal class, gender, um, skill levels, naivety. Okay. Okay. Um, all of those things have been implanted to bring servitude. Servitude is one
1: way that genies get captured. As opposed to service too. There's a world of difference. Yes. So a little bit, uh, what, what I'm hearing a little bit is similar to um, how we can be innocent as children, but we don't want to be naive, right? We have to learn to that the world is filled with wonderful people and the world is filled with, you know, people who, you know, don't yet have an awareness to not harm, right? And so some of it sounds to me almost like a maturing of um, learning to be a little bit more discerning and aware of the people we interact with. Absolutely. Um, So the people that go after genies
2: um, are what in myth was called the beast. The beast always feeds on the innocent. Okay. In society, uh, we have, um, well, you know, to, to throw out a few words, we have the psychopathic, sociopathic, narcissistic people who can be, you know, lovely on some realms, but they tend to go after genies to have people to service their wishes. In legends, it was the evil sorcerers or the, the wizards that would capture them to have more magic. Okay. But, but what people are ultimately looking for in myth and reality is to bring more innocence and magic into their own lives, more power. And they do that through tapping into genie energy and thus kept trying to capture the genie.
1: Okay. This is so fascinating, right? Because we can see the correlation to many other, you know, whether it be the um, myths that we grew up on or the fairy tales we grew up on. And you're talking about how that exists in the world, but we don't always name it in that way. So we're just about ready to take a break and we're going to find out a lot more about um, the genie in all of us. And so, uh, We're just breaking now, and we'll come back with Lori Zott Rogers to talk about the genie.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Are you curious about your unique astrological blueprint? Would you like guidance on how to work consciously with the planetary cycles affecting your life? Are you ready to expand your horizons and release limiting beliefs or patterns that inhibit your growth and happiness? With insight, compassion, and experience, Catherine Potter holds a clear place for your unfolding evolution. For more information, go to KatherinePotter.ca. That's KatherinePotter.ca. Are you a budding or closet metaphysician, mystic, or astrologer? Do you want to find out about upcoming programs, workshops, lectures, or retreats? You'll want to sign up for Catherine's free monthly newsletter and stay up to date with informative articles and workshop information. Visit CatherinePotter.ca to subscribe. From astrology to hypnotherapy and mysticism, you'll stay up to date on classes, consultations, and more. Visit CatherinePotter.ca and stay in touch today. This is You, The Universe, The Holistic Mind with Katherine Potter. To reach the show today, please send an email to Katherine Potter at Shaw.ca. That's Katherine Potter at Shaw.ca. Now back to You, The Universe, the Holistic Mind. Hi there, welcome
1: back. It's Catherine Potter, you're listening to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind, and we're talking today to Lori Zott-Rogers, who just recently uh, wrote a book, released a book called Become Your Own Genie, Make Good Cho- Choices and Grant Wishes. And so, Laurie, um, just before we went to break, we were talking about some of the gifts of genies and the, the type of... I'll say, personality or the gifts they have. Uh, what are some of the shadow points? All right. Um, of course, shadow and gift
2: is exactly the same thing in a different light. Um, genies, ha- an elixir to genies is approval. Mm-hmm. They love to be loved. They love to be approved of. So they can lose what and who they are very easily by getting too carried away with making everything good for everyone, and you know how that is—it keeps escalating. If you make something good for a while, you have to make it better the next time, and better the next time. It's fatiguing, and it doesn't train others to become wishmakers.
1: So uh,
2: that's one of the. Yeah, no, I
1: like it, and we'll we'll stay with this for a moment, because what I'm hearing um, is you talk about people that are typically service-oriented. And people who their natural uh, energy, their natural inclination is to want to make people happy or to create beauty or to su- be in some supportive role. And, um, and then the shadow part of that, it, I think what you're saying is they need to come to learn to do that because that's who they are and not get caught up in the external approval for it. Is that what you're saying? Right, it's, um, genies
2: have to change their template to help empower others to learn and to teach them how to make wishes so that they're not always dependent on them. Uh, Genies are resourceful and creative in a very big way, very often in the creative and inspirational fields, but they can get addicted to giving and to being in those places of support, which also become places of power. So another shadow point for genies is they can be obtrusive, or intrusive, sorry. Uh, So if I think you need help, um, instead of waiting till you ask, sometimes genies might just jump in and take
1: over. That can be a little genie trick as well. So so here's what I'm hearing. (laughs) I'm hearing you talk about boundary issues in a different way and uh, and then if and that people who often are quite receptive or sensitive and they maybe anticipate another person's need or that type of thing if they don't have strong healthy boundaries they can end up. Going where they're not asked to go. Is that what you said, but in a much nicer way than the way I just said it? <laughs> the word boundary
2: is an invisible
1: force and a word that has to
2: come into Jeannie's life, but they're not born with it. They don't see
1: boundaries until they're pointed out, maybe numerous times. <laughs> maybe numerous times. Yes. That's so right. let's <laughs> stay here for a moment because I think this is such a good conversation, right? And um, Because when you start working with things on the intuitive realm, so a physical boundary is easy. Somebody closes a door and says, nope, you cannot come past that door. And then the person on the other side either chooses to respect that boundary or they kick the door in. But at least it's, it's tangible and concrete. Emotional boundaries... Or when we get into the psychic realms, of course, are not tangible and concrete. So I think what I'm hearing you talk about is people who have a lot of that type of energy, and then therefore they don't understand what an emotional or a psychic boundary is, um, and and so they don't understand when they're overstepping it or other people are. So is it that's my question? Is does that describe also what you're saying If we take it out of that the using the word genie we're also going into the land of people who pick up things intuitively and that sort of thing so my it, question yeah
2: exactly they tend to be enmeshed very often, and it's with the best intent, and it's also because of their background. Genies are often trained. They're sometimes born as genies, but they're also trained as genies. Often they will have parents who didn't respect their boundaries, who have neglected the genie, often when they're young, maybe abandoned, and the genie learns to do for others as a way of becoming valuable. It's partly why they also love self- approval, or or they also are so um, enamored with approval, it is a, um, a currency for them that allows them to be seen, visible, paid, and wanted. And that's a very important thing. Uh, in the book, um, we have lots of ways for genies to develop boundaries. But the first way is to start seeing it, it's a golden hoop of light that not only keeps other people's energy out but keeps their own energy in so they can become solidified gain authenticity and gain a sense of self which can be very nebulous for a genie at times
1: very very interesting I love the image That's very uh, a great image of a golden did you say a golden hoop yeah. yes and a container you're basically yeah. saying here's this massive big energy and it's not necessarily visible, so let's create a container for it. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be interested in, in getting this book. That's fascinating. Let's create a container for it and a container for your own energy first so you can better then work with other people's energy and you can understand about those invisible boundaries. I really like that. That's fascinating. Um, so one of the things I noticed in a write-up you have that you use flower essences – uh, as as part of um, in the book and as part of the teaching, because I believe you've got a workshop that you're going to be teaching later this year. So for people who are not familiar um, with what flower essences are, can you let can you just let us know what a flower essence is? Tell us what a flower essence is.
2: Right, uh, a flower essence is um, made by. Um, soaking flower petals in water, in sunlight, in a crystal bowl. And um, they are then taken orally, unless, unlike essential oils, which they're not, they're taken orally uh, to anchor and to amplify goals and wishes um, that we want. So they are a natural way to um, make intention bigger and to bring it into the body and to into the uh, energy system, they're also a little piece of fairy medicine, uh, as they are from the earth earth medicine um, type realm. But they've also been used uh, for about a hundred years. Brought up in uh, the United Kingdom by Dr. Bach, who wasn't happy with the way uh, earth uh, or the way um, medicine was being used as it didn't really help to cure the fundamental psychological and emotional pattern that made people ill and he felt flower essences hit that vibration um, so they uh, have been used that way and they are one of the magical
1: elixirs that help to amplify wishes so um, just a little bit more on that for our listeners Uh, you you mentioned they're not essential oils, they're not essential oils, so flower essences can and and are working on an emotional realm and so does that mean anybody can use them because they can use them without worrying about um, medication or...
2: Right, Um, most people can use flower essences but they won't take the place of drugs for instance uh, for people with um, dealing with different mental imbalances uh, don't substitute with flower essences but they're very safe they're just the vibration of plants there's water and brandy if you're allergic or sensitive to brandy that would be another disclaimer for them.
1: So are they almost like a, an anchor for a wish? Because in uh, it makes me think of hypnotherapy that we, you know, we use a statement and then to anchor it in with something is always good. So can they be used as an anchor for a wish? Well, that's exactly what they are. They anchor and they amplify. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. So flower essences. Um, you can learn actually more about that. I, uh, Lori does have a book out on flower essences. At the end of the show, I'll give some information. And so, so now we come to the wish-making part of uh, the genie and the genie school, and uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, um, Laurie's going to give us some steps to take in making a wish. And so stay tuned, and we will be back shortly, and Laurie will help us with a step-by-step process for making wishes.
3: Come our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Are you curious about your unique astrological blueprint? Would you like guidance on how to work consciously with the planetary cycles affecting your life? Are you ready to expand your horizons and release limiting beliefs or patterns that inhibit your growth and happiness? With insight, compassion, and experience, Katherine Potter holds a clear place for your unfolding evolution. For more information, go to KatherinePotter.ca. That's KatherinePotter.ca. Are you a budding or closet metaphysician, mystic, or astrologer? Do you want to find out about upcoming programs, workshops, lectures, or retreats? you'll want to sign up for Catherine's free monthly newsletter and stay up to date with informative articles and workshop information. Visit catherinepotter.ca to subscribe. From astrology to hypnotherapy and mysticism, you'll stay up to date on classes, consultations, and more. Visit catherinepotter.ca and stay in touch today. This is you, the universe, the holistic mind with Katherine Potter. To reach the show today, please send an email to Potter at shaw.ca. That's Potter at shaw.ca. Now back to you, the universe, the holistic mind.
1: Hi there, welcome back. It's Catherine Potter. You're listening to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind. And I'm talking to Lori Zott Rogers, who has just released a fascinating book called Become Your Own Genie, Make Good Choices and Grant Wishes. And we've been talking about the gifts of genie, the shadow of genie, who is a genie, who's not a genie, and how to use flower essences as an anchor, to help anchor in our wishes. So now Lori is going to take us through some steps On how to make a wish so there's a there's a process to it isn't that nice to know that we don't just have to figure it all out on our own so what 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 are the steps to making a wish Uh, first of all I want to say that there are at least
2: two types of wishes the first type is a spontaneous wish and this is the one where we have a very big desire or need that's just bubbling within us and something synergistic happens So, we, um, and this has been, um, it's part of our culture, like when you find a horseshoe or you find a clover or you blow out your birthday candles, those are spontaneous wishes. They match with something that's going on, but yet something spontaneous is happening at the same time, and we just blurt out whatever is bubbling in our consciousness, and we have a lot of enthusiasm and love and belief in
1: it so that so, is a spontaneous way. so let's stop there for a second because that's fascinating because we are so good at that when we're children right and then we get older we become a little bit jaded and we stop believing that possibly what we're wishing for when we blow out our candles will come And so I like that you're talking about those spontaneous wishes. You know, I I remember being a kid and seeing those little rainbow, the oil slicks and puddles and stepping in them and making a wish. I think that's what you're talking about. And so you're saying, keep doing that. That's spontaneous wish, right? Yes.
2: And to share it with your family and your loved ones and to as much as possible with spontaneous wishes and a deliberate wish as well, which is the second kind. You want to bring up that intention and that feeling, nature, and that belief, because that is what makes it happen. It gives the possibility room to, to um, occur. A, a wish is a seed, and what we want to do is we want to give that seed that is created by intention a place to be planted. So the spontaneous wish is probably the most fun kind, And don't ever miss an opportunity to take one, nor to teach the children around you to indulge in in that. Excellent. And now tell us about the second kind of wish. Yes, the second kind of wish is more what we get into in the book, although we do not ignore the spontaneous. And it's what I would call a deliberate wish. And in the book, we provide templates for it. And a lot of the book is about, A, making good choices, which you need before you can make a deliberate wish, and going through your psyche to find out what uh, is a good choice, um, but also learning steps about about good choice making. Um, and then secondly, the steps that are involved. And some of them are... Uh, to get very clear on your desire, to ask why you want the wish. Uh, We've seen many people through time in mythology making the wrong wish and their life gets worse rather than better. So part of it is to figure out what really is the outcome before a deliberate wish.
1: So is this a little bit like, in the movie where the genie, somebody says to the genie, I want this. And really they could have asked for more wishes. <laughs> and the genie is saying, be careful what you wish for. Or yeah. boom, you've got it. But So you're saying clear your intention. What are you wishing? You yes.
2: Are? And to get clear on what an outcome might be. To not make careless wishes. Yes. Um, so it takes a little bit of, of thought. Um, you set your intention. You add the flower essences. And you add action steps. Now, the wish is very, it amounts to very little in a deliberate wish if you don't get the right action steps that nurture it. Because remember, it's a seed. And a seed that does not get cared for and has the weeds pulled out, the action steps, isn't Mm going to go very far. Yeah. So we also have to remember, I think, that choices are wishes in your life. The choices that you make, whether you know you're making one, whether you're avoiding making one, or whether you're deliberately making one, all have some of the same elements as a wish does. The more belief you put into them, the more intention, and the more action that makes a difference. We also learn in the book which actions directly will affect your outcome through thinking, through intuiting, through imagining, or which actions are just easy that just hit the periphery. So all of those things are really necessary in
1: planting and keeping your wishes alive. Okay, so uh, very creative. You know, at the beginning of the show, I talked about we have this creative energy that exists within us and what happens when we become more curious about it and then we see the manifestations out in the world of it and so what I'm hearing you say is to become more conscious in that right that something's happened but if all of a sudden you name I love I love the name of I've got an inner genie I've got an inner genie because it brings it you know, we've all heard about having intention, and then give attention to that intention and take the actions um, to make your whatever it is manifest. And it's cool and we know that and we know that it'll eventually manifest. But I love the sweetness and the innocence and the childlike uh, um, attitude that comes with what you're teaching, right? It's kind of like, we've got a magician. We've got a genie in us, so use it, right? Uh,
2: absolutely, and a genie is like a fire. If you blow at the embers of it, if you recognize it, if you give it attention, it gets bigger. And that creative hearth space increases and thus does your magic. Mm -hmm. You no longer need to steal it from anywhere. You learn to find it within and you learn to make it bigger,
1: to make it more powerful, to work for yourself and to work for the greater good with that power. So you said something fascinating right now. Tell me what you mean by you no longer need to steal it because that is... An interesting <laughs> statement.
2: Right. Well, all genies are, genies are vulnerable to being captured by people who can't make their own wishes. Mm-hmm. So at Lumera, i.e. genie school, we're teaching people to become more conscious and powerful wish makers so they no longer have to steal or feel like they have to steal magic. It is actually a, a very brilliant plan by the genies to uh, no longer feel in danger for their lives. They're just going to create more wish
1: makers. So you're not talking about them feeling they need to steal somebody else's. You're talking about somebody taking theirs. Yes. Right? Well, mm-hmm. uh, original, like yeah. we're, we're all both, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're all yeah. vulnerable people
2: who can be at a desperate place and try to steal something. And I, and I don't mean a physical object. Yes. But a quality, uh, uh, magic. And we're all so the wishmakers and the magicians that cr- can create that and be vulnerable to being captured. So we harbor that within ourselves
1: as well as within the mythic realm. I love it. You're talking about being envious. And and then if we're envious, sometimes it can remind us we want something. But what you're saying is we don't have to be envious or resented or any of that. We've got that ability within us too. Right. right? And, and we have the ability to nurture it and to
2: make it bigger and brighter and just authentically what we need, because no one else's wishmaker is going to get us like our own.
1: I like it very much. Um, So are there any wishes that genies can't grant? Because I'm telling you, my (laughs) bad... my bad genie is thinking about a few wishes that sometimes I'd like to make in the world. <laughs> so are there any and, and I'm keeping in mind the law of cause and effect, and what we put out there comes back to us. So I'm saying this partly in a humorous way. But Absolutely. are there any, are there any wishes genies can't grant? First of
2: all, geni- genies are notoriously mischievous humans, so when your genie part is out making a little mischief, I know it's active. <laughs> and yes, uh, there are wishes genies cannot grant. Um, they cannot make wishes that harm others. They cannot make wishes that um, to bring people back from the other side, i.e, Mm-hmm. who passed on,
1: and they cannot interfere with love in the way that they can't make someone love them. This is interesting. You know, it brings us into all, again, those fairy tales and, you know, different traditions. It's, it's interesting. So when you say they cannot, are you talking about something innately within them or they learn to uh, not... Um, mess around with love or or mess around with trying to bring somebody back or explain that a little bit more. Yes.
2: Uh, Well, when they've delved into those realms, the repercussions that happen are so devastating and the results so um, unanticipated. People might get what they wish for, but what they wish for comes with claws. So they really don't delve into those realms due to that. Um, In the myth in the book, um, a wizard has captured the genie, as always happens, and wants someone to love him, and he's advised not to make that wish, and when he does, even though he's a powerful wizard, he melts. So the power of messing with those forces... It has a has a harsh consequence.
1: Uh, I love the creativity um, that you bring to this. The teaching, right through through some of these stories, and you're teaching some important lessons about. The invisible realms that we're not always aware of, and how to work with energetics, and that there are laws that apply to that too, even though we're not taught about those laws. So whether it be the boundaries or overstepping something or imposing your will on something, very very nice. It's it's good teachings. It's good. To, I somehow think this would be a good book for both children and adults. Um right. so, and the the child within the adult because yes. it's it's through myth
2: that are that we learn as well, even even as adults.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: Yeah.
1: So um so you keep referring to a genie school and now I'm going backwards a little <laughs> bit. There's so much you had to say. I'm I, I don't want to miss anything. Tell me what is genie school. Are you talking about a physical, tangible building? Um, kind of like a Hogwarts thing that if we get through the right platform, we'll get there. (laughs) Well, it's exactly like that, Catherine. Uh, It's called Lumera, and Lumera means
2: light, illumination. And it is exactly like Hogwarts, except it's for genies, not witches. Um, But uh, very similar beings in a lot of ways, those that work with magic. And much like the platform, you learn to get through the spite of, the spite. <laughs> what part of my genie is at work there? Mm-hmm. The spout of the lantern through believing. So you get through the spout and there is an mythical school there that is attached to the Northern Star College. But Lumera just exists in myth at the moment.
1: All right. Well For those of you listening, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, Lori is going to talk to us about making a combined wish. So you've been listening to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind, and we'll be back shortly.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America
0: are you curious about your unique astrological blueprint would you like guidance on how to work consciously with the planetary cycles affecting your life are you ready to expand your horizons and release limiting beliefs or patterns that inhibit your growth and happiness with insight compassion and experience katherine potter holds a clear place for your unfolding evolution for more information go to katherinepotter.ca that's katherinepotter.ca Are you a budding or closet metaphysician, mystic, or astrologer? Do you want to find out about upcoming programs, workshops, lectures, or retreats? You'll want to sign up for Catherine's free monthly newsletter and stay up to date with informative articles and workshop information. Visit CatherinePotter.ca to subscribe. From astrology to hypnotherapy and mysticism, you'll stay up to date on classes, consultations, and more. Visit CatherinePotter.ca and stay in touch today. This is You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with Katherine Potter. To reach the show today, please send an email to Potter at Shaw.ca. That's Potter at Shaw.ca. Now back to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind. Hi, everybody. Welcome back.
1: It's Katherine Potter, and you're listening to You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind, and I'm talking to Lori Zot rogers and she is telling us all about how to become a genie and make good choices and grant wishes. And um, we're back to you, Lori, And you're going to tell us a little bit. We were talking about personal wishes. Um, and you're going to talk to us a little bit about how to make a, I, I don't know if I'm saying it properly, a communal mm-hmm. wish. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, First of all, I want to tell you the setting of
2: this, Catherine. Um, The setting is the here and the now, and the place called Lumera, and the mythical realm that we're creating with our viewers who are um, genie beings at this moment. So we are all creating this mythical space where this group wish can surface and exist. So it is the realm of belief and the space of Lumera, And so a group wish um, happens in the book when Joey the Hummingbird connects with Ginny the Genie, and their combined force together creates spontaneous group wishes, and they have to learn how to direct it. But Catherine and I have worked together for a long time, and we have an energy that is often combined as well. So we're going to put two of our fingers together, the middle finger and the index finger, and we're going to
1: touch, saying, Okay, so. We're a listening show as opposed to a visual, so I'm going to give us a little bit of direction here or get direction from Lori. So you're talking about when people are literally together, and after we finish doing this, we'll talk about how we can do that when people aren't with us. So same hand? Right. The way they can do it when they aren't oh, we'll with us. We'll go there after. Yep. Let's do yep. this because this is fun. I want to okay. find out how to do this. So we're going to touch our... Same hand. Yes. Okay. So we're touching it, it, our index and our middle yeah. finger. And remember, this is mainly intention. Yes. So you can do other body
2: parts if you like. Um, but not for th- But those are other wishes.
1: <laughs> we almost went into a different kind of show. We're talking about okay. this kind of wish. So uh, we have our two hands I've got my index finger and my middle finger and against Lori's and, yes. and now I ask you to put your thumb out as well Okay, and we're going to create a pyramid
2: oh structure. it does create a pyramid you'll have to yes. try this with someone else yes. yes and you yes so the wish that we're going to do for our group today so that means all of group, you
1: listeners yes
2: is the joy and happiness so as we touch we're going to emanate out Thoughts and feelings of happiness and joy that connect in our bodies and minds and spirits and breath. And as we take three breaths in. And out, we're circulating the joy within our own bodies, within Lumera and throughout the airwaves. So may happiness encircle you, may you embody it, and may you live it. And may every choice and idea that you have today come with the question, will this bring me more joy? Will this bring me more happiness? If the answer is yes, to plant that seed of joy and wish with all of your actions and intentions that amplify it
1: and create it and bring it. Oh. very beautiful. So you're not here with us. I'm actually sitting here with Laurie, and it's quite interesting when we consciously hold a place together, because often we do it on our own. That we're sending out uh, feelings of joy and the idea to be more joyful, and that. You know, it's only illusion that we're separated. You know, we learn, we've, we know that because of the Internet, right? That um, we can be talking to anybody, anywhere. We're connected on a thought level. We're connected on an emotional level. And so Lori's talking about how in this book and how in your life you can learn to hold that intention with somebody else and then send it out. It makes me think about sending it out like these lovely little butterflies out into the ethers. And it reminds me a little bit of, uh, I can't remember the saying, but it's about how thought can go through time and space. And I've often, with my own students, said, you know, if we send out a kind thought, it may catch somebody who knows down the road in a dark moment. And we've all had that feeling of just out of the blue, feeling happy or lighter, right? And so it's a lovely intention, and that then we passed pass that joy around, right, that happiness around. What a great thing to do with another person, right? Absolutely.
2: And the first method I gave you of the deliberate wish-making is the way you do it alone mm-hmm. or the spontaneous. But to do, um, yeah, you need you need another being, even if it's mythical, but it's good to touch another being. And again, Ginny in the book uses a hummingbird, and they just find they make spontaneous Spontaneous wishes together that a group wishes. If you have someone who you connect with in a super powerful way, that might be the person you wish to connect to for your group wish when you want to amplify something.
1: So um, it's another way of, of it's another way of looking at you know that sending out good thoughts. Lori, it has been really interesting. I just want to mention that um, Laurie's book. Is actually released this week on May 23rd. The name of the book is Become Your Own Genie, Make Good Choices and Grant Wishes. And for Canadian listeners, they can go right to selfhealdistributing.com and get it. For anybody outside Canada, uh, it's available on amazon.com. If you would like to reach Lori, you can reach her at selfheal at tellus.com planet.net and so Lori I really want to thank you for being on the show you've shared some great information you've done it with enthusiasm and innocence I I love it I look forward to reading the book and remember that uh, in the fall this year Lori's planning on teaching a become your own genie workshop and so if you go to northernstarcollege.com those dates will be listed and a book is included with the workshop So next week, I'm going to be talking to Anna Beaumont, who is a singer, songwriter, and a voice and body awareness teacher. She's going to share ideas on how we can express ourselves and sing or speak with more clarity and freedom by working with the the powerful vibrations of our voice. Um, And so it's going to be a great show, and you do not have to be. A singer to listen to that show, it's, it's all of us have a voice and all of us want to bring our voice more into the world. And so I hope you, yeah, I hope you uh, join when we uh, talk to Anna. She's going to ha- share some valuable insights. And so here we are at the end of the show and along with Lori's wise words, It's important for all of us to remember, to release our magic into the world, and that we can create positive thoughts supported by positive actions. So it's like choosing to be peaceful, and peaceful is one thing, but what does peace in action look like? What does joy in action look like? It's a good thing to share, and the world can always use a little bit more peace, joy, happiness, love. So thank you for joining in today, You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind. I look forward to connecting with you again next week.
0: Thank you for listening this week. Please join your host, Katherine Potter, for another edition of You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind, next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.